Thought Bubble Audio. I'm Frank. And you're listening to The Gospel According to Lucas, where the Force meets Catholicism. In each episode, we'll analyze scriptures through the lens of Star Wars to uncover the Christian influence on a galaxy far, far away. If you'd like to read along with us, you can find a link to today's readings in the show notes at thegospelaccordingtolucas.com or right in your podcast app. We're using the New American Bible Revised Edition. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing for free to The Gospel According to Lucas in your favorite podcast app. Visit thegospelaccordingtolucas.com for links to subscribe. And finally, if you like what we do, please consider making a donation at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Today we'll be discussing the gospel reading for the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As the shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger, when they saw this, they made known the message that had been told to them about this child. All who heard were amazed by what they had been told to them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all of these things reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God, for they had all had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given to him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Here is the thing to keep in mind about the January 1st solemnity. It is not Mary, mother of Jesus. It's Mary, mother of God. You know, what a title to not just be the mother of an infant, or even just the human Jesus, but the metaphysical God that became flesh. The title not only elevates Mary's status from a human mother to a universal mother, but elevates her position from physical to spiritual. However, what does that feel like? What does it look like? What does Mary have to think or say about that? In Luke's gospel, we are told that Mary received the shepherds coming to see the newborn babe and, quote, kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Mary had to grasp the sheer importance of her place on earth and her son's place and mission at that moment and hold on to the, and not and hold on to it not just in her mind but in her heart mary knows that she gave birth to the messiah that's the head but how tangible is that idea until strangers show up at your bedside to see a new baby how much does that sink in until you're holding your baby in your arms with shepherds all around you just as the word became flesh and is the living embodiment of God's will on earth, the intangible became tangible for Mary at that moment with the shepherds, and she reflected on them in her heart. There are not tons of mother figures to go around in the Star Wars universe. Many times, Star Wars consists of broken families, feuds, or orphans. However, Shmi Skywalker, mother of Anakin, grandmother of Luke and Leia, great-grandmother of Ben Solo, stands as a testament to the sacramental and sacrificial love of Mary, Mother of God. Shmi Skywalker knew her son was special. She knew that he could not be explained, 
yet she treated him like any other mother would a son. She loved him, fawned over him, worried for him, and wanted all that was best for Anakin, just as Mary did for Jesus. When Qui-Gon Jinn arrives on Tatooine, he helps to contextualize Anakin's place in the galaxy, just as the shepherds help Mary make tangible her intangible reality. As Mary knows she must release her son into the world to be the Messiah, Shmi also relinquishes her control over Anakin, submitting to the will of the force that is represented in Qui-Gon Jinn. The sacrificial love that Mary and Shmi make for their sons is grander than most are ever asked to do. Yet they do it because the sacrificial love of a mother is what they hold in their hearts. What are we called to sacrifice? What shows up at our doorstep to make tangible the intangibility of God's will? End of homily. <laughs> Very Ron Swanson, Ron Swanson of you. End of speech. Yeah. <laughs> End of speech. <laughs> Shmi Skywalker is his great-grandmother, right? I did, like, did I did I get that right? Yeah, because she would be Leia's grandmother. And, yeah, and then, okay, and that, then, right. Yeah, 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 you did it right. Yeah, yeah, you made a face when I said it, and I was like, wait. No, you know, I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Um, yeah, I what, hadn't either yeah. until I wrote it down. Yeah. I was like, wow, yeah, that's his great-grandma. Yeah, no, I yeah. never thought about it. That's, that's what I was reacting to. Yeah, that's um, that's a great observation. And it, it does make me think about, um, you know, the way that, the way that um, Ben reveres his grandfather. Um mm-hmm. Vader, it's interesting how much he reveres him and, you know, almost almost worships, almost ancestral worship what he's doing. Um and it, what would what would Ben's reaction be if he sort of knew the whole story, if he knew Anakin's whole story? What would his thought process be if he sort of knew the whole like where he came from and and who Shmi was and what Shmi wanted for him and and how he fell away and all that? Would that have changed, you know, Ben's Ben's path forward? Anyway, you made me think about all of that uh, in in just pointing that out, um, like how and how would she have felt? <laughs> um, uh, she probably her, wouldn't have felt great about it. Yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, uh, but but it's so true that you know there there are there are in the New Testament anyway, you know, relatively, uh, or rather, I'm sorry, in Star Wars there are relatively few mother figures that um, parallel. Um, Mary as as perfectly as as Shmi does because because there's so much you know brokenness um in in so many families or or so many you know you've got the um all, all the all the different for all various different reasons why people are orphaned or people are clones or whatever um and it, it, it Shmi is this centering um grounding force uh for for Anakin and and really for sort of the 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 saga as a whole she is this very like grounded person who's who's um sort of no nonsense and simple but like simple and pure um Mm -hmm. and 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 there's just not a lot of of characters like that in um in in star wars i mean maybe the next closest would be leia eventually but we don't really get to see her as a mom all that much 
no, almost. I there's a by the time that she's a mother, Ben has already grown, and there's this right. distance between them and all that stuff. But you're there really isn't. There's not. I mean, Padme would have been, but again, we didn't get to see her as a mom because she died before she got to uh, you know act right. as a mother. Right, before she she like barely saw her children, you know, in front of her before she was like, yeah. well, that's it for me, Padme out. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and um and uh. But so Shmi is just a Shmi is just a, a a very unique figure in main in like kind of the main thrust of Star Wars because I mean I could talk about Leia as a mom in the Legends side of, of Star Wars right you know like she has three kids in, in that side uh, in that side of the side but we could we're like really peeling open a can of worms sure when, when we when we start including things like that and maybe we will one day. Um, but for now, it's good to talk about the Star Wars that we know and that is right in front of us, and then we kind of take it from and take take it from there. But well, I always loved that you know Mary reflects on things in her heart, right? You know, like that's because it's it, one, it's it's very of Mary and Joseph to not say anything. Yes, um, <laughs> like like these people show up. There's not a single line of dialogue that's like, "What is happening? Why are the people here?" Like, are they clean? Yeah. Like, like why are this you? This is a new baby. Why are you here like, in this um, manger in this in this stable? Right. Exactly. And so, am I supposed um, to prepare? Why are you snacks? in? The, why are you in the manger? <laughs> I know it's for animal food, but the baby is there, yeah. <laughs> not for your feet. Um. So, uh, so I, I just I like that very much. She reflected on these things in her heart, and, and which means that she she probably reflected on those things in her heart for the rest of her life. I'm pretty sure. I, that strangers showing up and saying that we heard about your baby, it leaves an indelible mark on you because she knows wh- what Jesus is. She knows yeah. the whole po- the yeah. whole point, right? It's, that's not a mystery to her. So Anakin is a mystery to Shmi. That's that's, that's the, right. Really, the, the huge difference there. I'll tell you what. We, you're you're absolutely right that she would have known. She would have been reflecting on those things for the rest of her life, and and we know that because Saint Luke knows that. So how else would he have known that unless she told him that? Right. Like she uh, it's something that that must have stuck with her until later in life when he was writing this um, decades after the events that he's describing. um, Yeah. He um, wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have known uh, those uh, something something as personal as she reflected on these things in her heart. Um, That's right. Unless that was passed on to him, you know, by her or through through other. It had to have been through somebody because Luke wrote Luke. um, uh, uh. 70 ish 80 ish years after after the um the death of jesus so like that's a long that's a long time out but mary would have been in her 40s when jesus died 30s or 40s Mm um 40s because she was about 14 um 14 15 when she gave birth to jesus so 30 to 33 years later it's the fact i'll do some math she's in her 40s Right. So um, so she would have known these people. Right. Mary doesn't just go away. Um, She know she knows these people. She knows Peter. She knows John. She knows James. She knows Judas the first and Judas the second. You know, she knows Paul and Paul knows Luke. And that's the exactly. And that's what's all that's what's all important. there. Exactly. Well, um, Frank, thank you for uh, being here today. And thank you for all, uh, all of you out there for for listening know that we are praying for you we hope you're praying for us Uh, god bless you and may the force be with you